With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, some of you did not like what I said on the show yesterday when I said that the motive behind the shooting that happened at Covenant School at the Christian School in Nashville when this transgender shooter, it's a woman who quote unquote identified as a male, uh, massacred three children and three adults at this Christian school. Some of you were upset with me when I said that the motive behind this attack was clear. I said that this shooter is the manifestation of queer theory, that while this is all, always going to be just gut-wrenching, heartbreaking, almost hard to process because it's such an atrocity, in another sense, we shouldn't be surprised to see this violence from radical transgender activists because this is what queer theory is. Queer theory is the ideological underpinning of the transgender ideology. The transgender ideology teaches that you can be a boy if you want to be a boy, you can be a girl if you want to be a girl, that your gender is not correlated to your biological sex, that gender can be a spectrum that can change whenever you want it to change, really, that you have no um, sex essentialism is actually the term that queer theory uses, the term that they reject. Sex essentialism means like you were born a boy, therefore you're a boy. Your DNA reflects that. Your body reflects that. Your brain reflects that. Likewise, if you're a girl, queer theory rejects that. And the transgender ideology that's being taught to our kids in public schools that so many of us, so many parents across the country have said, well, hey, wait a second. I don't want my kid being taught this. I don't want them being told that this is true when it's not true. Get this out of here. So many of us have also realized it's very harmful for children to learn this because it grooms them into wanting to adopt one of these non-binary or transgender ideologies. So we have largely begun to eradicate queer theory from our public school system. We've eradicated, we're starting to eradicate trans surgeries, these, these genital mutilation surgeries for minors, for children in different states. Florida is, is working on a law like this. Tennessee just passed a law recently that bans transgender surgeries for minors because it's experimental surgery. It's mutilation. This is like Frankenstein stuff. It doesn't treat the mental disorder that leads someone to feel uncomfortable in the sex, in the body that they were born with. And I said, listen, all of this garbage is not a random conglomeration of garbage that the that the LGBTQ lobby is feeding to children just to groom them into these ideologies. It's deeper than that. Just like critical race theory is the underlying ideology of the nasty stuff that's being taught in our public schools, telling white children that they're inherently racist because they're white and black children, that they're inherently oppressed and victims because they're black and that there's nothing you can do about it because the systems of oppression are already in place. Queer theory is the same as that. Queer theory is the ideological underpinning of the transgender indoctrination that we're seeing. And when I said this, a lot of people got upset because they were like, Liz, Listen, this is this, the only person responsible for the shooting is the shooter. You can't blame an ideology. You can't blame anybody else. You can't blame quote unquote incitement. Sometimes lunatics just do lunatic things. And I am here today to respond to this criticism because that is not correct. Certainly the only person legally responsible for this shooting is the woman that committed this massacre. That's without a doubt. But that, the reason that she committed this massacre 
is not an isolated act of lunacy. The reason she committed this massacre is because of the queer theory indoctrination that is all over our country, in schools, on TikTok, in the medical community, in the medical field, and it has intentionally created a violent class of revolutionaries because that's what it was intended to do. Critical, or not critical race theory, queer theory is one of the critical theories. It's a Marxist theory. And Marxism is not this, this nice, happy, equal, equitable utopia where everyone, everyone owns everything and nobody owns anything. Marxism, ha- Marxism seeks to overthrow Western civilization. And these new critical theories, whether it's critical race theory or whether it's queer theory, are trying to groom a new vanguard by telling certain demographics of people that they are oppressed in order to spark a Marxist revolution, to get those people who think they're oppressed to revolt against the people who they think are oppressing them. This is what we saw with this Nashville shooter. This is what she was doing. She felt so oppressed based on this neo-Marxist ideology she had been groomed into, that she revolted against those she had been groomed to think were oppressing her. So yeah, this woman is the only one directly responsible for the crime she committed. That's true, I get that, I acknowledge that. But if we ignore the larger part of what's happening here, the larger part of how our culture and the things we've allowed to infiltrate into our culture are causing this, are exploiting mentally ill people and using them as pawns for revolution, using them as essentially as suicide bombers, then we're gonna see this happen again and again. And so I wanna respond to some of your criticism of what I said yesterday in this show today. Let's get to it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When I was reading a lot of your comments after the show yesterday, part of me, you know, I, I, I see what you say about the show. I read what you, I read your feedback. A lot of you agreed with it. A lot of you liked what I said and thanked me for speaking out. Some of you said, you know, I didn't realize that about queer theory. I just knew that it was harmful for our children to be told something that's not true. And I knew that it was harmful for our children to be transed by this ideology. But I wasn't aware of the Marxist ideology that underpins this. And 
it makes a lot of sense once you lay it out like that. But some of you said, listen, it's really unfair to people that suffer from gender dysphoria. It's really unfair to the LGBTQ plus community in general to portray queer theory um, or to portray this shooter as being the uh, manifestation of queer theory. And those are, I, I, I want to talk about today because it's really important. What do I always say on this show? We always say, if we refuse to acknowledge the reality of the political enemy that we face, then we won't be able to fight well against it. And if we don't fight well, we won't win. And I want to win. You want to win. So sometimes that means looking a problem in the face and being able to acknowledge something that's really difficult to acknowledge, not for the sake of being bombastic, not for the sake of being controversial, but just because that is the reality of the thing. That is the objective truth. And the objective truth here is that queer theory is a neo-Marxist theory that seeks to put people in our country in these, in these Marxist, um, in these Marxist labels of either being oppressors or being oppressed, and then pit each other, pit those two groups against each other in hopes that a revolution will break out. And the vanguard, the word vanguard means a, a person or an entity that starts a revolution. And queer theory literally grooms LGBTQ people, especially non-binary and trans people, into acting as the vanguard of a Marxist revolution that is based on that is based on this division between cis heteropatriarchal systems and LGBT marginalized LGBTQIA plus people. Right? This is just the reality of the thing. The transgender ideology and these these radical transgender activists are embracing, and in, in the case of the Nashville shooting, actually embodying a violent revolutionary ideology. This was never about equality. It was never about tolerance. It was never about inclusion. It was never about access to healthcare. These are all of the things that have been told to people who suffer from gender disorders in order to make them feel discontented, in order to make them feel like they've been victimized, in order to tell them that someone is out to get them before offering them a way to redeem themselves and overthrow their oppressors. This is, this is the beginning of a Marxist revolution in the eyes of the true adherence to queer theory. And the Trans Resistance Network issued a response. This is a transgender activist organization, as their name suggests. And they issued a response to the shooting that demonstrates what I'm saying more clearly than I can even express. I want to read this to you. I want to bring this up and I want to read this to you. This is what they said. The Trans Resistance Network has been notified the shooter involved in today, they issued this yesterday, in today's church school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, was a person identifying as transgender, known from online profiles as Aiden or Aubrey Hale, he, him. While it is not our policy to engage publicly with news media, we believe this moment calls for a thoughtful response from our collective. We point out, they write, that today's incident in Nashville, Tennessee is not one tragedy, but two. The first tragedy today is the loss of life of three children and adults. We extend our deepest sympathies and heartfelt prayers to those families dealing with the loss of loved ones. There is nothing we can offer that will comfort the hurt or ease the sorrow we mourn with you. The second, they write, and more complex tragedy is that Aiden or Aubrey Hale, who felt he had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking the lives of others and by consequence himself. We do not claim to know the individual or have access to their inner thoughts and feelings. We do know that life for transgender people is very difficult. 
and made more difficult in preceding months by a virtual avalanche of anti-trans legislation and public callouts by right-wing personalities and political figures for nothing less than the genocidal eradication of trans people from society. Many transgender people deal with anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, and PTSD from the near constant drumbeat of anti-trans hate, lack of acceptance from family members and certain religious institutions, denial of our existence, and calls for the detransition and forced conversion. All of these factors contribute to a population that is medically underserved and who often face anti-trans bias while accessing care, leading to significant physical and mental health disparities. Hail or hate has consequences. It is a testament to the inner strength and beauty of transgender people that despite the overwhelming odds of homelessness, job discrimination, and constant anti-trans bigotry and violence, so many of us continue to persevere, survive, and even thrive. We will not be eradicated or erased. They then conclude by saying, we remind the news media to respect the self-identified pronouns of transgender individuals who come across your desk. Aiden Hale, self-identified with he, him pronouns on forward-facing sites. We also urge you to avoid pandering to those individuals on the right who will use this double tragedy to torment fear and terror of transgender people in order to advance a political agenda of transgender elimination. Biased and sensational coverage of these viewpoints is both irresponsible and reprehensible. So if you're as shocked as, if you're shocked by this statement as I am, you're not alone. This is exactly what I was talking about yesterday. This is queer theory. Queer theory, this is the embodiment of queer theory. They're not saying, hey, this is queer theory and this is what queer theory teaches, but this is the manifestation. This is how you live out queer theory. You live out queer theory by focusing first of one sentence for the victims, an entire page about how this shooter had been victimized and how it's the fault of Republicans and religious people and how no matter what they do, no matter what transgender people do, they will always be faced by horrible anti-trans bigotry that will negatively impact their life, their physical health, and their mental health. Imagine being faced with that kind of hopelessness. Not because it's reality, but because it's what you're being told over and over again. It's being drummed into your mind. Individual trans activists are responding in the same way. It's not just one isolated incident of a radical transgender um, activist organization. This is a transgender activist on Twitter by the name of Willow Wolf, who says, F this, oppressed minorities strike back. And if you don't want it to happen, stop oppressing them. People with nothing left to lose will sometimes not, but instead become martyrs. See all of history. I won't pretend like this wasn't caused by the recent legislation in Tennessee. Again, if you're horrified by that, you are not alone. It's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying to hear about that. And what's worse, there are media organizations, media organizations, not just radical transgender activist organizations, but media, mainstream media organizations that are painting the shooter, the mass murderer who massacred three small, beautiful children and three adults as the victim. Even the Daily Mail is portraying this shooter as the victim, which means that the Daily Mail is propagating queer theory, which is trying to tell, trying to tell um, transgender people that they are so victimized that this is essentially justified. The Daily Mail tweeted, I'm gonna bring this tweet up and read it exactly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Daily Mail tweet. Exclusive. Nashville mass shooter, mass school shooter, was rejected by her Christian parents. So first of all, this is not even true. She lived with her parents. Her parents did not allow her to dress as a man in their home, but she was 28 years old and her parents still allowed her to live in their home. That's not being rejected by your parents. That's actually what parents are supposed to do. Parents are supposed to guide their children towards reality. Second of all, even if this were the case, even if her parents had kicked her out, even if her parents, even if she didn't live with her parents and her parents had said, we don't want any more contact with you, this is not the fault of the parents. This is the fault of queer theory indoctrinating this woman into thinking, not only thinking that she's a man, but thinking that she is systemically oppressed by people like her parents, Christian people like her parents. I'm actually shocked that the Daily Mail of all places bought into this. The Daily Mail is supposed to be a little bit more reasonable, but this is what they wrote. They said, 20 years later, 20 years after she had attended this school where she, where she committed this massacre, 20 years later, after being rejected by her Christian family, who she came out to, or when she came out to them as gay, Hale had turned into a killer. Yesterday, she murdered three innocent children and three staff members at the very school where her photo was taken as a child. It's unclear, the Daily Mail writes, why she targeted that facility. Police also say she planned to attack a mall and family members, but she was shot dead at Covenant before she could murder anyone um, anymore. There was still little known about how Hale transformed from the sweet girl described by neighbors to a murderous shooter with two rifles and a handgun who penned a killing manifesto and even drew a cartoon about how she planned to attack. Police say she was being treated for an emotional disorder and that her parents believed she no longer had any weapons. What is the Daily Mail talking about? We don't know the motive. Of course we know the motive. Of course we know the motive. It's unclear why she targeted the facility. It's very clear why she targeted the facility. She targeted the facility because they're Christian and she's been told that Christians are trying to eradicate her. It's not true, but she believed it because that's what she's been told by radical leftist neo-Marxists who embrace queer theory. It's unclear how she transformed from a sweet little girl into a killer. It's very clear how and why she transformed in, from a sweet little girl into a killer. She was first groomed by queer theory then the medical community gave her testosterone if her pictures are any evidence, which causes agitation, suicidal ideation, self-harm, and clearly can cause horrible violence because women are not supposed to take testosterone at these levels. I'm shocked by the Daily Mail. But then we have the one of the most dangerous state politicians from the state of California, Scott Wiener. He's a state-level senator in California. He retweeted this tweet. He said, or this tweet, which read, if you are trans or non-binary, 
I highly recommend stepping away from social media. Maybe just tonight, maybe for a week, maybe for the foreseeable future. Stay safe, all. Again, what is this? A transgender shooter committed mass murder against six innocent people. And the queer theorists are telling trans people that they're in danger again. If you don't see it now, then I invite you to take a step back and reevaluate the lens through which you are looking at the world. This is queer theory. Queer theory is a violent, revolutionary, neo-Marxist ideology. The goal is revolution. The goal is to turn these young people into revolutionaries, to spark the demise of Western civilization. And so what I wanna do today Gwendolyn Ann Smith says, if you're trans or non-binary, I highly recommend stepping away from social media. Well, if, you're, if you identify as trans or non-binary, let me tell you, you have been victimized and exploited. You have been used by horrible people. You've been abused and your life will never be the same. You aren't transgender or non-binary. You're either a man or a woman, whoever you were born, You've been tricked by a cult called queer theory, tricked into thinking that you are oppressed and marginalized, tricked into thinking that you're about to be the target of a genocide, tricked into thinking it's Christians who are oppressing you. None of that is true. The people who taught you about queer theory, they are the ones who hate you. They want to turn you into kamikazes or suicide bombers. They want to make you so angry and feel so afraid that you feel so desperate to save yourself that you will do anything, literally anything. They want you to start a revolution, to overthrow the people oppressing you. They know if you are angry enough, then you'll commit violence. So they groom you into it by advertising the trans day of vengeance, by lying to you about what Michael Knowles said about wanting to eradicate trans people. He never said that. He said eradicate the ideology of transgenderism. They want you to commit violence and they do not care about you. They do not care if you die in the process because they tricked you into it after all. Actually what you are is you're just a pawn that they're abusing to serve their political agenda. They want to start a revolution, a Marxist revolution, and they are counting on you being brainwashed enough by them to do it. So maybe you're too far gone for the simple truth to reach you. Maybe you need serious mental health care. Maybe you need a cult deprogrammer. But maybe you just need someone to tell you the truth, to tell you there is such a thing as objective truth. That if you're a boy, that you are a boy if you were born a boy. That you are a girl if you were born a girl. That you're beautiful just the way that God made you. And yes, God made you. Whether you love him or not, he loves you. He made you in his image. You're suffering right now. You feel disassociated from your body. Your mind is whirling with anxiety and depression and discontent. You long to find your true self. But you've been abused. Someone hurt you. Someone made you feel that you were worth nothing. Someone made you feel like trash. And you desperately wanted to escape the body that was violated. 
just so that you could have control of yourself again. So nobody else could hurt you. That's why you're so angry right now. Because even in your new identity, you still feel depressed and afraid and traumatized and violated and used. And now someone else is trying to erase you. At least, that's what you're being told. That is what the queer theory cult wants you to believe. They're tricking you. They're exploiting your trauma and your pain and trying to make you project that against people who don't deserve it. The Marxists using you are evil. The communism they want from this revolution they are trying to spark is atrocious. It leads to oppression, tyranny, and mass death of innocent people. It's not too late to step away from this cult that's preyed upon you. There are so, so many people ready to help you heal. And despite what the queer theorists tell you, you're worth it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Attorney General Garland claimed that the Department of Justice doesn't know the motive behind this transgender shooter's mass murder of children and teachers at this school. Take a listen. Do you plan on on opening a hate crime investigation for the targeting of Christians? The um, FBI and ATF are both uh, on the scene working with the um, uh, local police. Uh, as of now, motive hasn't been identified, and the police chief said at the last at his last press conference that they don't yet have reached a conclusion with respect to uh, motive. Uh, we are certainly working full time with them to try and determine what the motive is, and of course, motive is what determines whether it's a hate crime or not. Merrick Garland's Department of Justice oversees the FBI, which tried to label, they did label Catholics, they just thought we wouldn't see it. They labeled Catholics, traditional Latin mass Catholics, as potential domestic terrorists. And yet, when six Christians are murdered in an obvious act of anti-Christian bigotry and hatred, Merrick Garland can't bring himself to label it as a hate crime. It tells you all you need to know about the Department of Justice and the Biden administration. The manifesto of this shooter exists. The police chief has referred to this manifesto multiple times and said that there's very clear indication of what motivated this this killer in this manifesto, and yet we haven't seen this manifesto. But here's the thing, here's the thing. We know what's in this manifesto. We know what's in this manifesto, and so 
do the LGBTQIA plus activists because if they didn't think what's in the manifesto is what's in the manifesto, they wouldn't be reacting by how they're reacting. So transgender activist groups are now calling on the Nashville police not to release the manifesto of the shooter to the public. And this is how Newsweek reported it. This is their headline. They say, LGBTQ plus groups told Newsweek that publishing the manifesto from the perpetrator of Monday's school shooting could have, quote, serious consequences. Nashville police said it won't make the manifesto public during a, quote, open investigation. The Nashville police did a remarkable job of responding very quickly to this shooting. It was less than 15 minutes from the first call to 911 until the police had shot the shooter dead. That's amazing. That's a very short amount of time to respond and to neutralize a threat. It's also a very long time for bad things to happen. And it should remind us not just to praise these brave men and women who deserve praise. If you saw the body cam footage, you saw them go into the school not knowing where an active shooter who was murdering people was, they risked their lives and they did it without second thought. It's a stark contrast, I think, to the the video footage that we saw after Uvalde when all of these cowardly police officers congregated outside and no one went in and saved the children. But 15 minutes is a long time for bad things to happen. And what we should be talking about is armed guards in school and perhaps legislation that mandates armed guards in school. We, for goodness sake, we we mandate wheelchair ramps in schools and we can't mandate armed guards in schools to protect our children. Armed guards are a whole heck of a lot more important than almost anything else that I can think of that's mandatory in schools. But Nashville police as good of a job as they did responding to this shooting in the moment, seem to forget that they don't hold special privilege. They're not different than we are. They don't get to be the gatekeeper of information. When we, the American people, are the targets of hate crimes and terror attacks that kill children, especially ones that kill children, we deserve to know the motive behind that attack. We deserve to know all of the information about the evil person that perpetrated that massacre. The police don't have some special status where they get to decide whether we can see the information, whether it's okay for us to view it. While it's okay for them, they work for us. And they must release this manifesto. The reason these radical transgender groups don't want this manifesto released is because they know what's inside it. They know that it's anti-Christian bigotry, begot of queer theory, fueled by hormone therapy. It's going to be laid out plain as day. And the reason that transgender activists don't want people to know that is because they know this isn't an isolated incident. This wasn't a random freak lunatic. This person was the manifestation of what queer theory is supposed to do. And that terrifies them because they don't want that exposed. This, by the way, is not the first time that a transgender person has murdered with this same motivation. It might be the first time that you're hearing about it, It might be, it certainly would be the first time that a mainstream media organization 
has been forced to highlight this in any way, shape, or form. And they didn't mean to highlight it, but they got caught in their own trap because they originally reported that the shooter was a woman, which she is, it's a biological woman. But then when they realized that this person, this woman identified as transgender and identified with he, him pronouns, they had to correct themselves. They had to confess the sin of misgendering, which required them to identify this person as transgender. Otherwise, I question whether you would have even been told by those media outlets that this individual was a transgender individual fueled by anti-Christian bigotry and queer theory and transgender hormone therapy. Andy No reported that in the past few years, multiple mass shooters have been transgender, or have identified as transgender. This is what he tweets. He said, in November of 2022, a trans non-binary suspect named Anderson Aldrich allegedly carried out the deadly mass shooting at the gay nightclub, Club Q. Andy writes, in May of 2019, a female to male identifying trans shooter named Alec McKinney and accomplice Devin Erickson carried out a deadly mass shooting at STEM School Highlands Ranch in Douglas County, Colorado. McKinney told investigators transphobic students were targeted. In September of 2018, a female to male identifying trans shooter named Snoshia Mosley murdered three colleagues at a Rite Aid distribution center in Aberdeen, Maryland. You heard about all of these shootings. You heard about the Aberdeen shooting, you heard about the Colorado shooting, and you heard about the Club Q shooting. But did you know that the perpetrators of those mass killings were LGBTQIA activists, were trans-identifying individuals? You probably didn't, because queer theorists have been at pains to hide this from you until it has come to a boiling point, which is where we are right now. They don't want you to know that the motive is queer theory. They don't want you to understand that queer theory is an inherently violent ideology because it is a neo-Marxist ideology that seeks revolution. That's what it is. All you have to do is read it to figure this out. And then you see it happening, this grooming pipeline from kindergarten, when children are groomed to to think that gender is what you identify as and isn't correlated to your biological sex, which creates an identity crisis in young kids, to the hormone therapy that children, that that adolescents are given, the surgeries, this, this lie that they're told over and over and over again by their culture and these activist organizations that they are so oppressed, that they're on the verge of being eradicated, that they are the targets of genocide. None of that is true. It's false, but it's meant to foment violence. This is what it's supposed to do. All right, earlier this week, before all of this stuff went down, we've done a couple of shows about this topic now, or about the the Nashville shooting, but before that happened, I had asked you guys on Instagram and on Locals what topics you wanted to talk about this week, what do you care about this week, and I was uh, planning to do a show where I go through all the stuff you guys want to talk about, and we, you know, talk about it. So that's what I want to do for the rest of the show today. I want to go through, I'm going to um, pick up my phone, and I'm going to... Um, I'm going to look at all your responses. I appreciate everybody who responded, by the way. There are literally thousands of responses. So I think we probably will only get to maybe 10 today because we didn't do the whole show on it. But some of your some of your topics that you want to talk about are great. The first one comes from a girl named Sarah who said, I want to talk about Andrew Tate and the Matrix. Um, this is really interesting. So Andrew Tate is a topic. I was not 
in, super familiar with Andrew Tate when he first burst onto the scene after his arrest in um, Romania. And I went back and I looked at Andrew Tate and I researched him. I'd heard of him. I'd seen him before in a couple of media appearances, but I never really paid attention to him. I know he, as a consumer, he was more appealing to young men than to than to women of my age and moms, of course. Um, but here's what I will say. Andrew Tate is a cultural phenomenon that even many conservatives don't understand how dangerous this man is. I have no idea if he is guilty of what the Romanian authorities are accusing him of. I have no idea if his rights are being violated because he's being held in prison without being charged. That all could be true, but that's actually separate. That's separate from what he has done culturally. What he's done culturally is he's identified that young men are underserved in our society. In modern American culture, especially, young men are told that they're toxic just for being masculine. They're told that they are sexist just for wanting to protect and provide. They're they're demeaned and degraded. They're, they're feminized. And this is this has created a whole generation of very discontented young men who don't know how to find purpose. This is one of the reasons why Jordan Peterson has become such a worldwide phenomenon because he knows how to talk to young men and say, hey, this is your problem. This is how you fix it. This is why you're feeling this way. And here's a solution. That's that's his, his thing. That's his specialty. Andrew Tate actually did the same thing, but his, in his diagnosis is correct that culture is really underserving young men. And so he speaks to those young men, but his prescription is absolutely poisonous. His prescription is wealth, women, power, and pornography. What could possibly be more destructive? What could actually be less manly and masculine than exploiting women and only seeking power, which is serving yourself? That is the opposite of what of what being masculine. Is. But it's appealing to young men because he makes it look like such a badass, such a badass culture that he's that he's taking part in. That he's just the coolest guy walking the earth and all of his all of his expensive cars. But the reason that he's rich is because he produces pornography. He tricks young women into performing sex acts in front of webcams that creepy men pay for to watch online. Andrew Tate is incredibly dangerous because the most dangerous people among us are the people that properly diagnose a problem and then offer a poisonous solution to it. And that's what Andrew Tate is doing. So great question. I did a whole episode on him. If you want to go back and look, it's called The Verdict on Andrew Tate. You can just go to whatever, whether it's YouTube or Rumble, Spotify or Apple, you can search The Verdict on Andrew Tate and Liz Wheeler Show and it will come up. Um, okay, what is the next question here? Oh, Cody says, talk about how Biden applauded China while he visited Canada. I mean, it's hardly surprising, right? It's shocking, but it's not surprising. Two different things. I always like to differentiate between something that's shocking and something that's surprising. Something that's shocking shocks us because it's bad. It's immoral, it's atrocious, but something that's surprising means that it came out of nowhere. It was unexpected. Oftentimes in our modern culture, things should be shocking. And if you're surprised by them, it means you haven't been paying attention. Biden applauding China and cozying up to China is going to be shocking. It's always going to be shocking to think, wow, the president of the United States and his entire family are bought off, provably bought off by the Chinese communists. That is a fundamentally shocking thing because it's bad, it's immoral, it's corrupt, it's evil. But if you're surprised by it, then you haven't been paying attention. You haven't been paying attention to the years and years worth of reporting, not just on Hunter Biden, but on Joe Biden, his awareness, his participation, and how much he profited from the Chinese communists. And then how that has softened his viewpoints on holding the Chinese communists accountable for everything from human rights abuses, how they target the Uyghur Muslims, to trade policy, to their buildup of islands in the South China Sea to try to get a better position, military position, so that they can better threaten Taiwan. 
Joe Biden has softened his stance against the Chinese communists because he's been bought off just with money from the Chinese. Shocking, but not surprising. All right, a lot of questions asking to talk about um, the shooting. Oh, uh, Jaya wants to talk about Jesus. I'm always down to talk about Jesus. What am I reading right now? Actually, you know what I'm you know what I'm listening to? I'm listening to Father Mike Schmidt's Catechism in a Year, which I highly recommend. If you didn't do Bible in a Year, it's okay. You can still do Catechism in a Year standalone, but I'd recommend doing Bible in a Year first and then Catechism in a Year. It is so it's it's not only illuminating. I'm a very intellectual person. I like to learn facts and figures and um, even come at faith from a, a learning stand, an intellectual learning standpoint. It helps me in my worship to intellectually understand everything. But Bible in a year and then catechism in a year are both intellectual, but they're beyond that. They're really life-changing. So um, and show show us how Jesus loves us and how everything about our life and the world and the institution of the church is structured so that we can best accept and return that love from Jesus, that all-redeeming love. It's phenomenal. So if you haven't done Catechism in a Year, highly recommend. Uh, Stephen says, can we talk about ESPN honoring Leah Thomas? This, again, shocking? Yes. Leah Thomas is clearly a man with intact male genitalia who competed for three seasons at Penn as a man before transitioning transitioning to a woman, quote-unquote, and then depriving actual female athletes of their opportunity to succeed. He stole that from them. This man in our culture is just saying, okay, let's applaud Leah Thomas as a woman. Like, no, what are we talking about? Absolutely ridiculous. It shouldn't surprise us about ESPN. ESPN is incredibly woke, incredibly woke. It's a little surprising that they don't have a feminist contingent within ESPN that's pushing back against the transgender obliteration of women's sports, but overall, this is a critical part. It's obliterating objective truth, obliterating reality. That's what the purpose of the transgender ideology is, and this performativeness of the transgender ideology, that we take a literal dude and say, you see a dude before your very eyes, but you can't believe your very eyes. I'm going to tell you that this dude is a woman, and you're going to be forced to believe me, even though it's against your better judgment, which neuters your better judgment. From henceforward, you will never be able to trust your judgment again. You will have to look to the radical left, the neo-Marxists, for them to tell you what's real because your eyes are lying eyes. That's the point of this performativeness of things like Leah Thomas. It's incredibly dangerous, and ESPN is completely bought into the woke ideology, which is just another word of, uh, to describe the neo-Marxist ideology. So shocking, yes. Surprising, no. Um, Flair says, why isn't the Pentagon being gone after for, oh, being gone after for misplacing $2.2 billion. That, my friend, is a million-dollar question, or should I say a $2.2 billion question. That actually is like the scandal of all scandals. Think about how much money we have given to Ukraine. Now think about how much money our own Pentagon has just lost. Like, how, how do you lose $2 billion? What do you do, you just misplace it? You just, this wheelbarrow full of money, you just left outside and someone just picked it up? Did you, you know, buy a billion Amazon packages and never open them? Did you corruptly give this to a foreign country? Did you waste this and never report it? Is this, is this fraud? Is this corruption? What is this? And how on earth are the people in charge of our money getting away with this? The corruption that is in our intelligence community 
that is in our federal law enforcement apparatus, the deep state that we always talk about, exists in our military now. And I hate to say that because I'm a huge supporter of our military. My husband is a, was in the military for years. I think the military are incredibly brave. I think that they keep us safe. I think that their very strength is a deterrence to our enemies. And unfortunately, I think that they have been infiltrated by wokeism. They've been infiltrated by critical race theory, by the transgender ideology, and by deep staters. The people who run our military are now agents of the deep state. And agents of the deep state can't be trusted. They clearly can't be trusted with this money, but deep staters protect their own. And my guess is that we won't see accountability for this. They'll just get away with it and put it on the taxpayer tab. The last question tonight is from XZ Keel, who says, how do we make California red again? I actually love this question because I do not like the exodus of conservatives from California. I, I know I was one of them, so take this how I'm, how I'm presenting it. But California should not be surrendered to the left. We shouldn't just write it off. California not that long ago was a Republican state. This is where Governor Reagan became president. Reagan, Ronald Reagan was the governor there. I mean, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, who now is pretty liberal and wasn't like the most Republican governor, California was not always politically like Hollywood or like San Francisco or like Los Angeles. California has an incredible amount of population that is Republican to this day. And if we surrender California to the left, we're just writing off our, our fellow Americans who desperately want California to be recaptured and restored, recaptured from the left and restored to its former glory. I highly, highly advocate for us collectively as conservatives to come up with a strategy to take back California because I don't think it is as difficult as people say. I think that you need the right gubernatorial candidate to take back the state. I think you need a Republican National Committee, an RNC, who's willing to invest money. And I think you need cultural advertising campaigns that are, that are leveraged in California that address issues that, yes, conservatives care about the most, but independents and parents and centrists and even disaffected liberals care about enough to change the leadership. If you do that, no, it might not work in the first election cycle that you try this, but if you have a sustained effort in California, I'm confident that California can be one again, and we certainly should. California has always been the golden state. It, it used to represent the American dream, and we've just, conservatives have just said, eh, it seems like too hard of a fight to fight. We're gonna sacrifice that. I dissent. All right, guys, I know you sent me about a 1,000 of these topics, and I wish we could go through them all, but I wanted to make sure that we talked about these things because these are such good questions and good ideas. So thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.